buddy. Happy Saturday, y'all, and welcome to the bag. It's time for that bag, the Steelers Saturday mailbag here on April 9th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 284 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, thanking you, thanking you, and thanking you once more for being a supporter of the Steel Study, for listening, reading, sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. And every Saturday, just like today, we do the Steeler Saturday Mailbag, which you drive the content, you create the show, and I'm excited to get into that today. So while it's too late for this week, would love for you to be a part of next week. Let's make that happen. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I will be recording next week. Jim is super insightful, a lot of fun, tells it like it is, knows his Pittsburgh Steelers. You want to check that out. It is linked in the show notes. And in case you haven't listened to it yet, the Still Study podcast episode number 42 is up. I recorded a bit earlier this week and had Alex Kazora join me from Steelers Depot. It's a great podcast. Alex and I dig into the average label that's been applied to the QBs this year. And it's great stuff. Check it out. You could find that on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. But let's jump in here to the bag this week. And the first up is James out of Kentucky. Kentucky. That's a first, man. We're getting a lot of firsts here. James writes in, Jeremy, is it true that you used to write for Steelers, Steelers Depot back in the day? I did a Google search and found your name attached to some articles. Well, first of all, James, thanks so much for writing in. Props to Kentucky. And James, yes, that is accurate. I did write for Steelers Depot way back in the day. I believe that was around two, maybe 2011, 12. And then I stopped, I think, right around 13 or maybe even a little bit before that. Um, but I reached out to Dave Bryan, who gave me an opportunity, and I had a lot of fun doing that. I think I did one or two articles a week at the time. That was back around when Mike Wallace was a hot topic of conversation. Le'Veon Bell had just joined the team. But I had a lot of fun writing for the site. And, yeah, so that is, in fact, true. Um, I still have a lot of respect for the Steelers Depot today, for Dave and Alex, and yeah, yep. So there are some old oldies out there, some articles that I wrote, some old mock drafts. Uh, if you dig deep enough into Google search, you'll be able to find them. But again, James, thanks so much for writing in and asking that question. Was glad to answer it. Next up, we have Bill out of Washington, PA. And Bill writes in, One position that I feel has not been given enough attention is running back. I'm not talking about the starter, 
as Harris is firmly in place as the number one, but I am concerned about who is going to back him up. Benny Snell is not the answer. And while I understand your third down running back argument, they need a strong number two to keep Najee healthy. Your thoughts. Bill, out of Washington, PA, that's my neck of the woods where I grew up back in the day, good old Washington County. But Bill, thank you for writing in. And you make a good point. I can't talk to you today and say that I'm supremely confident in what Benny Snell brings to the table in terms of the number two runner. I think he's limited in terms of explosiveness and even just limited in terms of being a power back to push the pile. I know I had a lot of excitement when he was drafted, the whole Benny Snell football concept, but I have been disappointed since he's come into the league and what he's been able to do. And he's had some sparks. I won't even call them flashes. But I would not be saddened by the prospect of the Steelers upgrading their number two running back. I just wouldn't want to see it come via the draft because they have so many other needs in terms of depth. If they bring in a bunch of undrafted guys to compete there, which I think you can find a lot of quality players at running back in the undrafted parts following the actual draft. I could see that being a possibility. It may be in the seventh round. You pull the trigger on the guy that you feel could contribute. But Bill, you make a good point. I think you could get by with Benny Snell for one more year. The third down running back, they need some type of complement on that offense, a speedier guy. They need elements of speed in this offense because they don't have it right now, not just at wide receiver, but even at the running back position. And I'm not sold on Anthony McFarlane. If you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you know that I don't think that that experiment's going to work out. They need to find someone. So... They can upgrade the depth at that position. Will they do it in the draft early? I doubt it. Could they do it in the seventh round? Yes, is the more likely scenario they do it through underdrafted rookies, more than likely. Next up, Nick. And it just says Nick. I have no location, nothing. Nick. Jeremy, had a chance to listen to your podcast with Alex. Great stuff. Nick, thank you. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate you writing in. You asked Alex whether or not he would take any of the five quarterbacks. Were they available at number 20? I'd like you to answer that same question. Love the show. Thanks so much. Again, Nick, thanks for listening. Again, if you haven't checked out the podcast that I did with Alex earlier this week, please do check it out. Again, Alex is super knowledgeable. I'd love to get Wex and Alex together. 
and have them talk. That would be great. But anyway, so I, when I was talking to Alex, I was talking about if all five of the quarterbacks were available at, at pick number 20, would the Steelers take take one of them? Do they feel strongly enough about those five? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I would take Willis, absolutely, because of the potential. I would take Pickett because I believe in his anticipation and his feel for the game. I would take Ritter because, if you've listened, Ritter, to me, is the guy who's going to have the best career in the NFL. He's the technician. He's most game-ready. And I would take Sam Howell. I believe there's some value in his deep passing game. He's got a strong arm. I think he can be developed. I think his pocket presence struggles a little bit. So I would even take Howe. I guess the one player that I would not be as high on at pick 20 if those four quarterbacks are gone, and that's Matt Corral. I know Alex likes him. He's his number two rated quarterback. But for me, it's just not a fit for this team. So, Nick, I would take the four that I mentioned, but I would not take Corral because I just – I don't know if I see the fit there. And then finally, got an email here from Jeremy. Hey, what a great name. Actually, you know what? I'm not a fan of my name. I've never been a fan of my name. Dad, I know you're listening. I know you picked it for me. It's grown on me over the years, but wish I was named like Buck or something like that. Anyway, Jeremy writes in from Erie, Pennsylvania. Willie Parker, Jerome Bettis, Richard Mendenhall, Le'Veon Bell, Najee Harris. If you have to pick just one, to start an NFL franchise, who would you take? Well, Jeremy, that's a great question. And the easy answer here would be to say Jerome Bettis. And I love the bus. I love me some bus. He helped his team win the Super Bowl. He's a legend. But I really like this Najee Harris guy. And we don't know what his full career arc is going to look like yet. But I believe he's going to be destined for some great things in the NFL. And as the eternal optimist and forecasting a very successful career for him, I'm going to say Najee Harris. Obviously, the answer would be Jerome Bettis, but that's too easy. But I really like Najee, and I think... What this guy is going to do for this franchise is going to be pretty special, and I think that starts here, or continues here, because he had a strong year with a horrible offensive line. I think that continues here in 2022. And that's it. That's the bag. That is the bag for April 9, 2022. Thanking all of you for being a part of this, making the content here today. My gratitude to you. Please continue to... Read, share, and listen. 
Hit me up one of three ways. Comment, email, tweet. Check out the podcast that I do with Wex. It's linked in the show notes. If you haven't listened to the episode of the Still Study podcast that I recorded with Alex Gazora, check that out as well. It's on the site. And I hope you have a phenomenal, fantastic weekend. We're going another seven straight days, so there will be a Sunday edition of the study session. And then the following week, another seven days, 24-7 365 Steelers football seven days a week. We're coming at you. No sleep. Got to get ready for the draft. But at least for you, take a pause. Take a moment. Relax. Enjoy your family and friends. Breathe. Enjoy this ephemeral gift that we call life. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Have a great Saturday.